The final result of the Cook Islands election has been released with the Cook Islands party set to retain power. Led by caretaker Prime Minister Mark Brown, the dominant party, which has been in power since 2010, closed out the election with 12 of its own seats in the 24-member parliament. According to local media, Mr Brown has also secured the support of two independent MPs from Atu, Rose Brown Toki and Tehani Brown, with whom he intends to form a coalition government. The majority of voters have also said yes to a referendum question on reviewing legislation to enable the use of cannabis for research and medicinal purposes. RNZ Pacific reporter Susana Suisuiki spoke with the Cook Islands news editor Rashnil Kumar about the results. Okay, so uh, the elections uh, were held on uh, August 1st uh, and uh, on the night of the elections uh, the, the votes were counted. And after the the initial votes, uh, the governing Islands party had 10 seats. Uh, the uh, opposition Democratic Party had uh, six seats, and the uh, the Islands United Party, which is one of the new parties, had uh, five seats, and there were three independent seats. Uh, and one of the seats uh, was tied up between Islands Party and United Party. And yesterday, uh, earlier this week, the final counting started, uh, and then the results were released this morning. So after the the final counting, uh, the Cook Islands party managed to gain two more seats, so which brings them to 12 seats now. And uh, one of the seats they gained from Cook Islands United Party uh, in in the Natangia, uh, sorry, in the Titikaweka. Uh, constituency, and the other seat was the one that was tied in Natangia. So, uh, following that, uh, the CIP now has 12 seats. Uh, the, Democrat, the Democratic Party actually lost one of the seats in Aichitaki uh, to one Cook Islands party. So, that means Democratic Party now has uh, uh, five, five seats. And there are three independent seats uh, that remains, and uh, uh, one Cook Islands party has one seat, and the remaining is with the United Party. So, uh, as uh, we have now seven days where the the parties and the candidates will be uh, filing the petitions if they have any, and then after that, then the process of forming the government will, will take place. As it stands, uh, Cook Islands Party, which is the governing party, is all set to uh, retain power with 12 seats. Plus, they have also got the support from two independent candidates from Achu who were part of the government in the last term. So that's basically the situation at the moment after the, the final count. When you say that the, the parties and the candidates are able to lodge petitions, I mean, what, what happens during that process? So petitions yeah. is normally if, if uh, so the losing, it's normally from the losing um, candidates and parties. They feel that, you know, uh, the, the, the party that claimed that seat, won that seat, uh, did not follow the rules, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, which is supposed to be followed during the election period or before the election uh, campaigning period. Some of them could be treating and stuff like that. And if they, what they will have to do then is um, bring their grievances to court, and and court will then decide whether the petition stands, and then they will have six weeks uh, to uh, 
obtain a verdict on whether it's valid or not. So if there are petitions after a seven-day period, uh, the Kukana's party will have to wait for another six weeks uh, for the petitions to be finalized uh, before they can go ahead and form government. And do you think that's, that's likely to happen with this election? The bigger news normally would be if we don't have any petitions. So since uh, Kukana has gained uh, self-governing status from New Zealand, uh, if, I'm, uh, if I'm correct, we have had petitions every election. So we do expect it, and I think there are already uh, some parties that have... Uh, that have been working on that, and uh, we will know by uh, early next week how many petitions uh, uh, have been filed. Have the results for the referendum on legalising cannabis, yes. has that come out as well? It, it came out this morning as well, and uh, an overwhelming number of 62% said yes to the question, should we review our cannabis laws to allow for research and medicinal use? and 35% said no, and the rest was informal. So it uh, seems uh, like there is a huge and overwhelming support f- uh, f- to review the cannabis laws and allow for research and medicinal use. So what will happen um, f- from the there on with the referendum results? Yeah, the Prime Minister, I think, made it clear uh, before or when, when he decided to bring this referendum and put it part of the elections, that this would be a non-binding referendum. So, uh, so it's. Uh, I guess it's. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, government of the day does with the results from the referendum. It's uh, while it's non-binding, but I think the overwhelming number of support for for review of our laws to allow for research and medicinal use might actually uh, compel the government to take some action.